Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything, from T-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets, and of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days. Like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection, or the rich and polished premium slub crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code staple two zero. How did a young Rod Peterson get a gig as the radio guy for the Rough Riders and launch a successful 20-year career? The first time they came to me with a job, I turned it down. Well, they hired a guy and he fell on his face. So they came back in 1999. I said, I don't want to do it. And they said, you're doing it. I'm like, I don't know anything about football. I didn't memorize it. I learned it. But it was stressful because I didn't really know football. But I could tell you what a hockey player's thinking. So when I walked away from the Riders, it was like, see ya. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Yes, it is. Yeah, buddy. Welcome to the RP Show. We're back live on Game Plus Television. Start spreading the news. And as usual, WQEE, the key down there in Metro Atlanta. And uh, live streaming on YouTube. Tell all your friends it's going to be a hot day today. I feel the sizzle coming. And I see my <laughs> I see my dudes writing in already. Like Kevin the Medium's up, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in cold air in Rio, Alberta today. It's hot here. I know you guys don't want to hear that, Moose. We bring him in. He's from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, where three of the top teams in uh, Canada reside. Right around where Moose... No, you're in Toronto, actually. So I'm sorry. It's all good. What a start. <laughs> do, you want to tell the, do you want to tell the world what you're up to? You're out there in Toronto. You're Johnny Toronto for the week. <laughs> you having fun? Yeah. We're wheeling and dealing. Uh, no, we're having lots of fun. Going to meet with some of our partners, some maybe some new partners. We're going to have a lot of fun out here for the week and, and get an Eastern Canadian swing. And I'm getting a little feel of... Of your day. Man, you got so much time in the morning when the show doesn't start till noon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was sitting around at 11 a.m. going, uh, can we get a lot? Can we get going with this? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But it is what it is. I got a great workout in today. And listen, I'm going for PDQ Chicken this afternoon with my guy, Chris Sanford from New York. All right. Said he was dodging me. Saw him at the gym uh, this morning. I said, you were dodging me. Because my Cowboys beat his Jets twice. <laughs> and so we're, we worked out, and we're going to PDQ Chicken today. He's buying. And I said, I'm bringing my appetite, Chris. And he goes, I owe you two chicken sandwiches. I'm like, yeah, buddy. So let's go. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please, Director uh, Jordan? And, uh, yeah, Ryan O'Radio, my spirit brother, check it in from Metro Atlanta. He's running the ship at WQEE. The key says, time for another great RP show. Thank you, sir. Um, coming up today, NHL great Bernie Nichols and NFL insider Jim Lang. So those are two of the guests today. I get everybody's all geeked up with their weekend sports takes. We'll get to the, to yours in a second, but I'm going to roll with uh, the quick six show topics here, which include a weekend recap. We want to talk about who is Canada's best NHL team right now. It might have changed. We're going to start running a very exciting bracket tomorrow, so hang on for that. 
CFL buzz, not surprisingly, I was misunderstood by readers and most of the national Canadian media regarding what rumors I'm hearing out there with the CFL. Uh, So I'll straighten that out. Uh, NFL Week 12 buzz. Local son Mason Nias, who quarterbacked the Saskatchewan Huskies to back-to-back Canadian University Championships, has been officially added to the Rough Riders necklace. We'll talk about what that means. And Canada is out at the World Cup, which means, great, we can all go back to not caring again. So I'll just say this about number one, uh, the weekend recap. Where do I start? Friday night. Seems like a month ago. I was at that playoff high school football game, and I was excited. The Cardinal Gibbons Chiefs got up 10-0 in the first half in their playoff game against American Heritage. You saw the videos and the pictures, Darren, right, of me. Yeah. Didn't it look look amazing? Like, I felt like I was in a movie. So cool. Watching them walk out onto the field before both teams and just the whole pregame atmosphere because it started, you were there early, empty stands, quiet stadium, and then the players walk in, the fans filling up. Pretty cool stuff. It was incredible, and I'm like, uh, you couldn't get another soul in here with a shoehorn there. But I, I've been around football long enough to know that the 10 nothing lead by Cardinal Gibbons came off turnovers by American Heritage. And I'm like, if their coach at halftime says, guys, cut out our mistakes and we'll win this game, the Chiefs are in trouble. And that's exactly what happened. It's unfortunate, but a great season for the Chiefs. But they will be denied a 3A, a third straight 5A state championship. Saturday night was the Panthers and the Blues. And yes, I did end up. I did end up at an elevator with uh, Paulina Gretzky. It's between the first and second period. I was going from suite level down to the concourse level. And uh, this group of four girls all dressed like it was Saturday night. You know what I mean? Got on the elevator (laughs) with the security guy for the Panthers, who I don't know his name, but he's either a retired cop or a retired defensive tackle. Know what I'm saying? And I kind of looked over and I'm like, that girl looks like Paulina Gretzky. Wait a minute. Remembered where I was. That is Paulina Gretzky. So, yeah. And then I'm fumbling for my phone, and I'm like, Rod, you you can't be that guy. Not in an elevator. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you know what I'm I can't, can't. So her and her crew, her posse, got off, and they went to the, uh, they went down to the front row whatever section it was, and then watched the second period, and then they hustled back up and left, and I don't know where they went after that. I stopped stalking them after that. But uh, I said to Serena, why? what's with this American thing of wanting to sit by the glass? I don't understand. We in Canada don't want to sit in the glass. We want to sit up high, see the whole ice. Seems pretty elementary to me. And she said they want to get on TV. So if anybody was watching the Blues and the Panthers, you would have seen Paulina Gretzky and her crew. Uh, I didn't get a picture, but yeah, rode in the elevator with her. That was cool. And then Sunday, uh, Dolphins, Texans, it was over at the coin toss, 30 to 50. It was 30 nothing at halftime for the Dolphins. And they let off the gas and won 30 to 15 over the Houston Texans. So that's my weekend. And you flew out to Toronto. So there's that. Now, 2.2. Um, got the weekend recap out of the way. The Kinsman Telemiracle 47 online raffle, by the, by the way, is live. Our number one audience region is Regina and Saskatchewan. So that's where you folks need to buy your tickets. Come on, we got to hit a million dollars again for a third straight year. Please, you can do it. Buy your tickets now. The deadline's coming up. Telemiracle5050.com. You only got to be 19 years of age or over and in the province of Saskatchewan physically to buy your tickets at Telemiracle5050.com. You know 
It's a great cause. You got a little extra change left over still. COVID cash. Can you drop it and support the Kinsman Foundation like we have? That would be great. You see the number there and the toll on the screen. Point two, Andre Kuzmenko scored the overtime winner as the Vancouver Canucks earned a 4-3 victory over the San Jose Sharks Sunday. Kyle Burroughs, former Pat, and Ilya Mikheyev also scored for the Canucks. While in Chicago, Saku Mainalainen and Pierre-Luc Dubois each scored two goals in Winnipeg, handed Chicago its seventh straight loss. Cal Connor connected for the third straight game and had two helpers. Mark Scheifele had his team-leading 11th goal, and Jansen Harkins also scored for the Jets, who are now 13-6-1. And, and it brings about our poll question today. Who is Canada's best NHL team? For our American viewers, yeah, we debate this a lot, just like you guys debate your thing. Who's the best team in the NFC South? That kind of stuff. Well, we debated in Canada. Who's the best team right now? The Leafs have the better record. But I think the Jets are the better team. And uh, it's for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, and I haven't even checked. Do you have a quick smattering of results, Clark, on who that might be? Uh, yeah, 59% on YouTube are voting for the Winnipeg Jets. And on Twitter, 35% are voting for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So the Flames and the Orders have dipped a little bit. Kevin, the medium's upset. We haven't put the Canucks in the poll. I would say to Kevin, get used to it. Um, <laughs> but you're the Leafs fan. You're the Leafs fan in the house, Moose. So have I swayed you at all that the Jets might be a better team than Toronto as we sit here today? Well, yeah, I you might be you might be right. I mean, they're trending in the right direction. They're getting great coaching. They're getting engagement from it feels like most of that lineup on a nightly basis. They're getting good goaltending again from Connor Hellebuck. And we know he was fired up the other night after, you know, the helmet coming off and, and that incident. But yeah, the Jets are rolling and, and I think that's always a good thing. I'd still probably vote for the Leafs in the poll as of today. They're playing pretty good too, but it's now become a, a, a bit of a two horse race right now. And we know the Flames and Oilers could join that conversation at the drop of a dime. I looked at the Flames record, they're 500. I'm like, how did this happen? By playing like junk, that's how. Um, John Ohm, Ohm says, Rod, were you starstruck by being around Paula, Paulina Gretzky? A little bit, because I'm not, I'm not, I'm used to being around the big name hockey guys and football guys, but not the starlets. This is like Kim Kardashian territory. That's new to me. So I was kind of, you know what I mean? I was kind of like, hmm. yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll never forget. <laughs> that looks like Paulina Gretzky. Wait a minute. You're in Miami. That is Paulina Gretzky. And <laughs> full disclosure, first thing I'm thinking, where's DJ? But I think he was home parenting. Somebody has well, to. Yeah, somebody has to. But isn't it cool? that Florida and Miami and the Florida Panthers have now become a celebrity thing to do. We've seen it with, you know, yeah. Jeannie Bouchard went to the Panthers games. There's more stars are, are popping up. Kodak Black. Um, Kodak, Kodak Black. Kodak Black. It's now becoming what it feels like the LA Kings were, you know, a number of years ago when they were really good. And you had the Will Ferrells and, and the movie stars going to, to LA Kings games. Now it's happening in Miami with the, with the Panthers. Hey, start spreading the news. I'll be on NHL, Sirius XM, NHL Radio, Tuesday morning, 10, 15 a.m. with Scott Laughlin talking about the Florida Panthers and number one pick Connor Bedard, whom 
Clark pointed out on the just before our show, Connor Bedard has in 100 junior games notched 176 points. Credit Clark, who saw it on Twitter somewhere, can't remember where, because we none of us. Scott Wheeler, thank you. Who's Scott Wheeler when he's at home? Um, Frank Salazar writes in, says, Rod, do you still have the Cats and the Flames in the final? Because I don't even have them in the playoffs. Um, yeah, but I, of course, I, I was thinking about that the other day. What you people don't seem to understand is that when we sit here and talk about who's the best team, it's who's the best team now. And going into the season, I said the Flames are the best team in the NHL. Let's just consider that they won the Pacific Division. They had 100 points and did a face plant in the playoffs. Yes, but they're talent-wise and grit-wise better than last year. So as of today, I'm saying the Winnipeg Jets are the best team in the uh, in Canada. I'm not saying they're going to the Stanley Cup final. I think that what's felled them the last couple of years is going to fell them again. But as we sit here right now, they're the number one team. And why would I move off Calgary and Florida in the Stanley Cup final? Dude, it's not even December yet. Um, Allie's checked in from Texarkana. The snowman's checked in from Indiana. How about that? They all love what we talk about here on the RP Show. I see Glenn Erickson in medicine hat referring to the World Cup. We'll get to it. Hold on to your bingo cards. This is me and Moose time. We haven't seen each other for three days. We're brought to you in part by... Edo Japan, delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. On the way, NFL, Rough Riders Talk, World Cup, but this Canadian Football League buzz. you got to understand something. You would think guys in the national media, and I'm, I might be a little too defensive because I feel like they're always coming after me. Maybe, Moose, that's because they are. But in my Sunday column, I said, this is what, the insiders are saying to me. And just so you know, what the former coaches and players talk about is not what the fans talk about. Never has. Like, we're going to start tomorrow, maybe later today, with an NHL reverse retro jersey bracket because I've had enough of people arguing over which retro jerseys are the best. Like, at the Panthers game Saturday night, the Panthers were wearing the baby blue, what did they call it, palms and... Palms and pucks or something like that is what they call that jersey. They're selling a ton of them. And people are writing into my Facebook saying, those things are hideous. No, I got weak in the knees. But some of these jerseys, the Canucks retro, sorry, Kevin, the medium, I'm like, like I I get nauseous. So can we, but if you listen to NHL radio, which I'll be on tomorrow, with uh, Scott Laughlin, or if you listen to NFL radio with our boys, they, they don't talk about the damn jerseys. They don't care. They don't care what days the games are, unless it's a short week. You know what I mean? So my point is I'm trying to get into what the fans talk about because it's not what the insiders talk about. So a guy's talking to a guy the other night. I'm not going to say where because you guys will guess. Guess. And we were talking about where Bo Levi Mitchell is going to sign. And what that former coach said to me was, he was, let's just say he's in a southern U.S. state. He's like, guys like Bo Rod, they sign for the most money. They don't care as much about the O-line because it sucks in Saskatchewan or the coaching staff is a question mark. I didn't even know who the offensive coordinator is going to be. They sign for the most money and they figure they'll sort it all out later. 
sort of like Aaron Rodgers did with the Packers and Russell Wilson coming to the Denver Broncos and Connor Murray getting all that money in Arizona. Bo, players like him go for the most money. And people, and I might have written it incorrectly too. I might have not communicated it properly, but it's not that Bo's necessarily looking for the biggest price tag, but players of his stature do. Do you see the difference, Moose? What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I see it. I mean, it's it's got to be a right fit. And, and, you know, everybody has a different set of objectives. But when, when you see trends and you see lots of players of that stature, you know, going after the big payday, then, yeah. I mean, Bo was in this position before when him and Mike Riley both took huge, huge contracts and made waves for the Canadian Football League. So it's not new for Bo to go after the money. I guess the question will be what motivates Bo right now? He's coming off a down year. People are writing him off. Does he want to be in the best position to win and have personal success? Or does he want to capitalize financially while he still can? If that window's closing, then his earning years are dwindling as well. So it could go either way for Bo. It's up to him what he wants to do. And to the Sask media that's poo-pooing this and saying it's not accurate, you'd better hope that he goes to the highest bidder because of all the teams that will be trying to sign Bo, Sask's probably in the worst spot talent-wise, and he doesn't even know who the offensive coordinator is going to be. Um, but, you know, people are saying, that's not accurate. I strongly disagree with what, what Rod said. I don't care what you think. And I said off the top in the column, don't hold me to this. This is just what the guys are saying. The guys that I talk to that are, fo- well, what I would call football gods in a way. Man, the gods are the guys that have passed away. These guys are on their way to being that. Um, and you know who you know who they are because I tell you who they are, Darren. But they're retired right. coaches that sit back and they know how things go, and they talk to the players. So we'll be back. We got NFL, U Sports, World Cup on the docket, and back maybe on our playoff bracket. Well, it is a playoff bracket for retro reverse jerseys. We'll be back in a moment. Back on Game Plus TV today, YouTube Live and WQEE ninety nine point one FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.
Overdraft fees are just the worst. Get up to $200 in fee-free overdraft with a Chime checking account. Sign up today at chime.com slash goals24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, welcome back. Gorgeous day in South Florida. I want to tell you that our NHL coverage and CFL coverage is brought to you daily by our friends at Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Hiring now. Find out everything you need to know about Bronco at broncoplumbing.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages. Last I talked to uh, Cameron, the owner-proprietor, boss over there, Bronco. He was in Mexico. Somebody want to tell me if he's back and he's twisting wrenches or if he's still enjoying uh, the sunshine. Uh, The Moose is with us, Darren Moose Dupont. I do have to make a post here. And actually, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to share WQEE's Facebook post and put in the Listen Live link for those that, because um, I, got, I got this a lot in Sask when I was back, and you were with me hip to hip almost for the whole week. Really miss your rod? Really miss listening to your rod? I'm like, you can listen every day, bro. We're live on WQEE. Thanks every to day. my brother, Ryan. Ryan O Radio. So let's get with it. I'm going to post a link here right now. You don't miss me that much if you didn't care to find out where I am. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I'm, going to, I'm going to read a couple NFL headlines before we get back to the CFL stuff. And then and I'm going to hand it off to you. And then I'm going to make this post. So, Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers left in the third quarter of a 40-33 to loss to the Philadelphia Eagles. With injured ribs Sunday night, Rodgers already played the last several weeks with a broken right thumb. Um, he appeared to be in pain on his final drive of the game. It ended in a Packers field goal. They are 4-8, Green Bay. Mathematically still alive. The big question coming out of Green Bay and what we're getting on American television today is should he be sat down the rest of the way? Again, 4-8. and eight. And the Indianapolis Colts tonight take on the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday night football. The Colts are coming off a tight 17-16 loss to the NFL best Philadelphia Eagles and are one and one under their new coach, Jeff Saturday. I just stuffed this in on Friday and then moved on to something else, but I thought it was funny. Jimmy Johnson was on WQAM down here, one of the three sports radio stations, all sports stations there, just ripping, not Jeff Saturday. It's not Jeff Saturday's fault he got hired as head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, despite never coaching a down of football. In it. But Jimmy was on there saying it was an insult to coaching. And it is. It just is. It's nice to be like Jimmy's in his 70s. And you talk to people in the Florida Keys. That's where he lives. They see him running down the overseas highway every day with his iPod strapped on his arm. What a life. And just go on the road and 
or sorry, go on the radio. Well, go on the road every weekend to do NFL Sunday, but on Fox, just doesn't care. I hit that at like age 46. I hit that at age 46. <laughs> I don't care what you think. <laughs> I'm just going to say what I, it is awesome, by the way. It's awesome. But it reminds me of the night we retired Jordan Eberle's jersey in Regina with the Pats. God bless Ebbs, but with a Seattle Kraken now, but he didn't have a junior career with the Pats worthy of retiring his number. The number's going up to the rafters, and Ebbs turns to me, and he's like, I don't feel like I deserve it. I'm like, you didn't do anything wrong, so just smile and enjoy it. And there's reasons why that thing's being raised that you don't even understand. Jordan, you're too young. Just enjoy it. Same thing with Jeff Saturday. You just go coach the team. Not your fault. So, should Aaron Rodgers be sat down, and why did your Titans lose to the Bengals? You want to tell us, Governor, while I do this post? <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll do my best, because I, I watched both those games, actually, from start to finish. And, you know, with the Titans losing to the Bengals, it was a tough one. I, the biggest reason they lost to the Bengals is they went into the red zone three times and only came away with six points. You know, the Titans have notoriously all year been one of the better red zone teams in terms of converting into touchdowns in the league. They've been one of the top teams in the league. And then against the Cincinnati Bengals, they got to settle for field goals and missed one, made two, and you end up losing that football game. That was the real difference in the football. They, but they played, you know, toe-to-toe with Cincinnati. Tennessee is still one of the, they moved in to be a top 10 team in the NFL right now. Um, and they continue to get better. Traylon Burks has now proven that he can be a number one receiver. So that's positive. And then for Aaron Rodgers, you know, I don't know, because at the end of the day, if you're Green Bay, you had a slow start. You gave up a ton of rushing yards, over 300 rushing yards in that football game. I think it was like 350 to Philadelphia. And Aaron Rodgers still gives you the best chance to win. But man, Jordan Love actually looked like the player Packers want him to be and think that he is. He looked good. He threw it precise. He ran. He moved the pocket. He, he kept that defense off balance. He did a lot of things well. So if you don't think you can make the playoffs, hand the keys over to Jordan Love for the rest of the year. See what you have. I don't think it's a bad move. All right. Thank you, Moose. Nice work. Um, Thank you. There is sweat running down my brow. Can you believe this? I know you guys feel sorry for me. Every day. Um, From the viewers, James and Borden, Manitoba. When we lost TSN 1290 radio, the RP show was the first sports show I found to fill the void. Never look back. Thank you, James. And I know I take you off from sometimes, from time to time because you tell me, um, but that's okay. We used to have that intro that said, uh, I, I, I want to make you feel something. I want to make you happy. I want to make you cry. I want to get you mad. When you're listening to your local radio or watching television, you ask me if what you're watching makes you feel something. It's rare these days. Used to be pretty common. Um, from John Ohm. Um, looking forward to listening to Rod on NHL Network. Not as much as I am, man. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I can't wait. 10, 15 a.m. Eastern Tuesday. I'll be on with Scott Laughlin talking Florida Panthers. Um, Allie in Texarkana says, can I ask something since I'm still a newbie? Why does Rod call Darren Moose? Uh, and Kevin, the medium jumped on it. And he said, because there was a hockey player named Moose DuPont. 
but let me just drop anchor for a second before we come back around to World Cup. You met a teammate of Moose DuPont's by the name of Joe Watson at the Centennial yes. Cup last year. What did he tell you about Moose DuPont? Oh, man. And you were sitting there, weren't you, when he was talking about him? Yeah, I was, I was there, but I wasn't listening. I was watching yeah. a hockey game. Oh, man. He just looked at me. He's like, I don't know if you're like the Moose because the Moose was angry all the time. And he was tough. He's like, you seem like <laughs> a nice Dupont. guy. You seem like a nice guy. I don't think you'll fit the nickname the Moose like he did. But uh, penalty minutes leader, angry, mean, um, and obviously embodied what the Broad Street bullies were in the 70s. Sprinkling in viewer comments as we go from Don Mitchell. Navy Don says, finding your show, Rod. Some folks think that if it's not on cable TV, it doesn't exist. They haven't figured out the internet, and they can listen to anyone, anywhere. It's a people problem. It's a them problem, not an RP problem. But we are on cable television, Game Plus TV, but whatever. They will find us. Furthermore, because the people really do love the stories. The other night, I'm in the press box at FLA Live Arena. I think after I was hanging out with Paulina Gretzky. And um, the usher that runs the press box, we got talking, and I asked what it was. I said, uh, I saw Polina Gretzky down there. And he's like, well, Wayne might be here. He was here last weekend. He goes, of course, the orders were here then. He goes, you know, he's 51, the usher of the press box at FLA Live Arena. And he goes, I've met just about everybody I want. He goes, Bobby Orr came to every single game. Joe Watson, your Joe Watson story made me think of Bobby Orr, right? Yeah, What a character, Joe Watson. He goes, Bobby Orr was uh, my best man at my wedding. I said, why'd you get Bobby Orr? Well, I needed somebody. (laughs) Anyways, the usher in the press box goes, Bobby Orr came to every single game. He sat in that seat right there at the end. He lives up in in Jupiter, and he's Aaron Eckblad's agent, so he'd come watch. But ever since COVID, Bobby hasn't been back. He goes, but I met him, and he goes, I'm from Boston, so uh, it was a big thrill. He goes, the only guy I haven't met is Mario Lemieux. He's the only guy. Then I will have met everybody. Pretty cool, eh? So oh, hopefully, cool. Bobby Orr, hopefully Bobby Orr is there some night that I'm there. But I'm, now I'm going to every game, and it's awesome. Uh, New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary, open to families and the general public in support of Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations presented by New York Fries. Point, point five, Mason Nias has been added to the Rough Riders negotiation list. I guess they have not announced it via press release. You would think with news like this, they would be trumpeting it everywhere. But just before we went to air today, it's not on their website. Justin Dunk at 3downnation.com, I believe you know him. Um, broke the story that Mason Nias is on the neg list. And that's a big deal. That's eventually on the way to signing Mason Nias, who quarterbacked the Saskatchewan Huskies to back-to-back appearances in the Vanier Cup. And more than anything, can Mason play or not? We're going to find out because he's going to sign. I will bet you for sure by the end of the week, maybe by the end of the day, the Rough Riders will have signed Mason Nias. So his university career ended on Saturday with a loss in the national championship. But look at this. The next door opens with him going to pro football with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. At, whether he can play or not, Darren, you would know better than me at the pro level. We'll find out 
come training camp. That's how I see this playing out. Have I read it wrong? No, and he's got a lot of the tools that will translate to the next level. Um, I've gotten to know Mason really, really well. And obviously, you know, we cover their games and we cover the entire university football um, season very, very closely and call a lot of their games. And I've spent a lot of time with Mason. He w- there's, there's things that you, that you see that make you successful at the pro level. One of them is being able to read and study defenses and watch film. And there are not many players, and I don't know if there's any that I've come across in my time calling games and the conversations I've had that watch film as much as Mason Nias does. You know, the, his ability to articulate to us in our pregame uh, prep calls about what defenses are going to do, what he's seen on film, um, it's just remarkable to me. So that's checkbox number one. He puts in the work and balances a crazy schedule to do it. Number two is he's got the arm. You know, you even look at that game. He was playing with a really young group of receivers in Saskatchewan this year. Really the only fifth year uh, starting in that group on offense. So he was playing with young receivers, and the ball always seems to be in the right spot. Whether they come up with a catch or not is a different story, but he always seems to put the ball in really good spots, and he protects it as well. He threw one interception that Vanya cut, but it was a deflected ball. He protects it, doesn't throw a lot of interceptions, and is very smart. He doesn't have a ton of athletic ability to run around like crazy, but he, he's just so agile at just escaping the pocket. He's not Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, but he almost feels like it, where he's not going to run a whole lot, but he's just smart. And I think he'll have success at the next level if he, go, if he gets the opportunity. It, quantum leap from Canadian University football to the Canadian Football League, but it starts yeah. with getting a chance. And opening That's the right. door in training camp. So I expect that will happen uh, within the next few days. He'll sign with the Riders. And point six, Alfonso Davies scored Canada's first ever goal in men's World Cup competition during a 4-1 loss to Croatia on Sunday. The loss means Canada will not make it to the knockout round. So I guess it's like they say was a thrill just to get there. Didn't, didn't expect to win. We now know how Latvia feels. At the World Juniors. We know how they feel. And some of those other countries suck. Moose, we'll talk more about that and whatever else comes up in hour two. Gotcha? Sounds good. You bet. All right. Bernie Nichols in next. Is that the deal? Awesome. We'll be right back with Broadway Bernie Nichols. It's the RP Show. Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Brand new week of sports talk, and uh, we'll be talking hockey here. There were, what, five games in the NHL on Sunday. The Jets won at Chicago 7-2. The Vancouver Canucks beat to San Jose 4-3 in overtime in the Shark Tank. Senators won at LA 3-2 in overtime. Those were all on the road, and tonight there are six, including the Florida Panthers at the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, I'll be talking about the game tomorrow morning, 10.15 a.m., Sirius XM, NHL Radio with Scott Laughlin. Tune in for that. But I'm very interested to bring in Bernie Nichols, the inventor of the pumper nickel, Broadway Bernie, to talk NHL hockey. How you doing, Bern? Sounds like you had an interesting couple of weeks. What have you been up to? Well, we've been doing a lot of hunting up here, Rod. Uh, cold, we're getting some snow. 
uh, I want to come down where you're at and uh, start playing golf again. Anytime. You have standing invitation down here, Bernie. Our question today, our poll question is, who is the best NHL team in Canada? Based on points, it's the Leafs, but Winnipeg's really on fire. 13-6-1, which not a lot of us saw coming. Who do you think is the best team in Canada today? You know, uh, probably Toronto. Um, but, you know, I've always said when you got Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, uh, they would probably be the team that you would uh, least want to face in, in a playoff series just because when you got the greatest player in the world, Mario Lemieux always said that about Sid, right? Uh, when you got Sidney Crosby on your team, you always have a chance to win. And, and I feel the same with, with uh, Edmonton. Uh, Toronto on paper looks like they're the best, and for the most part, they probably are. Uh, I know even when they lost some defensemen, they're still uh, getting wins. I think their goalies played really well for them. Uh, it's nice to see Winnipeg turn around a little bit. Uh, you know, Vancouver's turned a corner, I think, and starting to win. So, but I think uh, probably Edmonton just because of uh, Carmen David. Isn't that interesting? And they've been middling without Evander Kane. I want to ask you this, though, because with Kane, they're a juggernaut. But without him, they've struggled. They were down 3 nothing at the Rangers the other day. I watched that whole game. I'm not sure if you did. Came back and won miraculously 4-3. Yes. But didn't it feel like if McDavid and Drysaddle don't score, they can't win? For the most part, that's been the case without Kane. Well, it is. And, and that's a big part, right, of, of your team. Like, he, he adds that toughness. Uh, he, he brings the best out of the other uh, players as well. Uh, with Edmonton, it's still going to come down to goaltending. If they get uh, good goaltending, they got a chance to win. That's with any team, right? Like if you got a good goalie, you always have a, a chance to win. I always said that when when I played in, in New Jersey with Marty Brodeur, uh, we just knew we were going to win every night because of Marty. Obviously, we didn't, but the team they just feel that. So uh, with Edmonton, it, it still comes down to goaltending. Uh, you know, for for Kane, he's going to be out a, a, a couple months still. But if he's ready to roll by playoff time, he'll be well rested. Uh, so he'll, he'll be, and they'll probably add to their team too. So I still think uh, they're still the most dangerous team. How do you feel about Connor McDavid killing penalties? I couldn't believe my eyes on Saturday. And people tell me he's been doing it for a month. How do you feel about your stars doing that? Absolutely. Gretzky killed penalties his whole career, him and Yuri Curry. I killed penalties with Gret. Um, you know, I think it's different now. You don't have the guys that want to uh, spots. When you got Connor McDavid out there, do you know what your, your power play's thinking? For one, he knows what they're thinking. So he knows where to go. But as a, as a, uh, like a lot of, a lot of teams now, they, they have the, the one forward on defense, go uh, four forwards and one defenseman. Well, what are you thinking if you're the the uh, the forward on defense and then you see Connor McDavid getting the puck? I know what a defenseman's thinking. I don't know what the heck the forward's going to think, but he's not going to like it. So I love the idea that he's playing. You know what? Your best players got to play the most, and you got to get them out there any chance you can. I know uh, if you watch Toronto, uh, if they run into a lot of penalties, well, uh, Matthews is sitting on the bench, and uh, I don't know how you can ever 
have your best player sitting on the bench for a long uh, length of time. So I love the idea Connor kills penalties. Well, when you talk about that, I get it now. There's nobody faster. So if he turned over a puck at the blue line, he's gone. He'd have a breakaway. I get that. But you know, in junior where I spent 1,300 games, the guys killing penalties were the rookies, the fourth line guys, because they weren't going to play otherwise. And I didn't have a problem with that. Is that the difference between junior and NHL, do you think? Or did we have it wrong? Yeah. No, I think junior has it wrong. I, I killed penalties in junior. Uh, I killed penalties in pros, but I would block shots. I, I enjoyed getting in front of the puck, sliding and blocking them. You don't want Connor anywhere near that, but he doesn't have to. You know, all you got to do is get your uh, positioning. If you, you go out in front of the defenseman, he's not going to shoot it because he can't shoot it through you. And he doesn't want to run the risk of hitting him and, and then the puck going forward because he's not going to catch him. So I, I love the idea. Uh, you know, a lot of teams will have their better players kill. Uh, so that's where it's at. I, you know, for Toronto, they should look into to get Matthews out more, and, and that would be one way of doing it. I'm glad I asked. Hey, we got a couple minutes here. I want to ask your thoughts on coaching. Um, you were in L.A. a long time, and I know Barry Melrose took you guys to the Stanley Cup final. I don't know who was there when Wayne came. Was that Tom Webster? Um, who was the best coach you, you ever played for, let alone in L.A.? Well, Robbie Fittori was our coach when Wayne got there. And then uh, something happened with Robbie, and, and they brought in Tom Webster. Uh, he didn't last long. Uh, rightly so. Um, and then Barry Melrose <laughs> took over there. Uh, my favorite coach was Pat Quinn. Uh, Pat reminded me a lot of my dad. Pat was a big burly man, you know. He intimidated the hell out of you just because he was so big. And uh, But he treated me great. Uh, I love Pat to death. Uh, so in L.A., probably my best coach was Pat. Uh, New Jersey, uh, Jacques Lemaire was unbelievable, and, and Daryl Sutter was uh, great as well. Uh, okay, my two last questions for you, and people writing in with interesting comments. Allie in Texarkana says, I think it's a great idea. You want your best players playing as much as possible. Sure, but Connor's playing 30 minutes a game. Is it? It's not like he's got to worry about his ice time. Uh, John in Winnipeg says, Bernie's new book is From Floodlights to Bright Lights. How's that going, Bern? It's going great. Um, you know, what's cool about it is, right, just just the, the name of it will kind of uh, tells basically the whole story, right? I come from a little town of 75 people. I grew up playing outside. My dad would have a little ice rink. We'd have floodlights. Uh, the little school where I uh, went to school in my hometown. Uh, we had floodlights out there. I go from 75 people to the bright lights of uh, Los Angeles, 10 million people. So uh, going good. Uh, I think people are enjoying it. Uh, all the feedback I, I've been getting, and I tell people a lot of it's from my cousins and family, so they have to say it's good. But uh, <laughs> I, I think it's really good. It was written well, and I think people enjoy it. And have you had a chance to watch Winning Time yet, the documentary on the Lakers that we talked about? I have not, uh, but okay. it is on my list. Uh, I got Yellowstone coming again right now, so, uh, but I, I am going to watch it. I, I've seen highlights of it, and like I said, I know the players uh, in it, 
you know, I was good friends with Jerry Buss, uh, his whole family, and the players. I, I watch Lakers all the time in, in the early 80s. So I've been there for their, their good time. So uh, I'll be able to see it and, and I'll understand the whole thing. I'm waiting for your review on this show. No rush, but maybe over the Christmas holidays, you'll have some time to stream it. Bernie, thanks for this, man. It was worth the wait. Appreciate you, man. Have a great week. Rod, good seeing you again, bud. Talk to you later. As always, thank you. NHL great and Bet Regal NHL ambassador. Bernie Nichols, you can purchase his book just in time for Christmas. Order it now, and you'll get it in time for Christmas at BernieNichols.com. We'll be right back. It's the RP Show on Game Plus Television. We're live streaming on YouTube and WQEE, the key, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. It is the segment of the show we affectionately call Viewer Takeover. And before I get into the viewer comments, I'm going to read uh, a sports update. And you can always pick up the phone and text RP. That's Rod Peterson. 902-518-3033. Breaking news on this Monday, the Canadian Elite Basketball League and the league champion Hamilton Honey Badgers announced today that due to the closure of Hamilton's first Ontario Centre, during the 2024-25 CEBL seasons, while arena renovations occur, the Honey Badgers are permanently relocating to Brampton, Ontario, in time to begin play for the 2023 season. It's formerly Cops Coliseum, okay, for you people that are old enough, like me, you people that are, where the 1987 Canada Cup was played, remember? Mary Lemieux! They're gone. The Hamilton Honey Badgers are moving to Brampton permanently. From the dub. In Calgary, Hunter Mayo capped a two-goal effort with the game-winning goal at 3.51 of overtime as the Red Deer Rebels narrowly edged the Calgary Hitman 3-2. In Langley, P- uh, BC, Ty Thorpe scored two goals, one a shorty as Vancouver handed Portland its second straight loss, 3-1. In Kennewick, Washington, Lucas Dragasevic scored the eventual winner as Tri-City edged Seattle 4-3. In Spokane, Austin Roost recorded a hat trick and one assist as Everett pummeled Spokane 9-3. Who owned the Chief? And in Medicine Hat, Sloan Stanek notched two goals and one helper, and Prince Albert downed the Tigers 4-2. The Toronto Raptors host the Cleveland Cavaliers in a battle of Eastern Conference rivals in the NBA Monday. Toronto is coming off a win over the Dallas Mavericks Saturday that saw OG Ananobi and Fred Van Vliet each score 26 points. The Hawks are at Philadelphia tonight in a battle of 11 and 9 teams. Here come the Hawks, and they need to pick it up. They weren't very good against the Miami Heat last night. I watched it. What are we making that Atlanta roadie, anyways? What do you say, Rhino Radio? Is there any time that works best for you? Uh, this sports update is for Ito Japan from hand rolled sushi to bento box meals. Made with her famous teriyaki sauce. Ito Japan's menu has something for everyone. And by the way, the Kinsman Telemiracle 47 online 5050 raffle is live now. Go to telemiracle5050.com right now to buy tickets. You can brighten somebody's life. Pay it forward. 
We do it every year. Over a million dollars has been raised just through this 50-50 online raffle. Again, it's perfect for us to market for them because we're online in a way too. Telemiracle5050.com. Buy your tickets. We'll make the draw on Friday, December 16th. And all funds go to support the work of Kinsman Foundation in Saskatchewan. Don't delay. Get yours today. Um, I'm going to have to... <laughs> yeah. Bring this up next hour with Moose. Back, you know, Jeff Caldwell's watching in Redmond, Oregon right now. He says, I, lo- I live in Oregon, and I don't care about the jerseys. Hashtag Go Beavers. Massive rivalry weekend in college football. Moose's team, the Blue, went into OSU and stomped the Buckeyes at the Horseshoe. Last minute of play in hour one. It is unbelievable. Listen, I watched the Georgia. Georgia Tech game for those uh, listening in Georgia right now. As if the Yellow Jackets were even going to win the game. Garbage day over here. Stetson Bennett was a stud. A dog. Again. It's a lot to keep on top of. And it was a firing just down the road here. Willie Taggart was let go by the Florida Atlantic University Owls. They lost to fall out of contention to play in the Boca Raton Bowl right after the game. They rung him up. That's big boy football. Uh, Sean in Vancouver. John in Edmonton. We'll get to all of your comments. Actually, yeah, we don't have time here because they're rolling the music. So stick around. The Moose rejoins in hour two. And we'll talk about what you want to talk about here on Game Plus and WQEE. Hang on after this short break. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.